This is Ron Leary, illustrator for Upper Deck Marvel Cards, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. With me is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards, the crazy and relatable Norin Rad. Hey, everybody. You can actually speak at that point. I can definitely do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Episode two dropped this week, so we've got a few in the bag. Yes, sir. Which is nice. Um, So loving that. And uh, just thank you again for the um, feedback. It's really encouraging. Yeah, we we do this for you guys. So um, it's just lovely that you're, um, you're, you're digging it. So, so thank you. Um, yeah, we really appreciate all the encouragement. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice. Um, and we have, um, we are now on iTunes. So I'm just going to put this at the top. Um, other podcast platforms are available and Apple isn't everyone's cup of tea. However, um, the um, iTunes is the one I use and it actually does really help um, if you do use iTunes and you can just leave us a rating or leave us a little review. Um, because the more subscribers on there, the higher the profile it gets. And, um, you know, it is one of the major podcast channels. Uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, which is new, and a whole host of other ones. Um, all of you, all of them you can access via our homepage um, on anchor.fm forward slash MCCP. Can I read some feedback we've had? <gasps> be too narcissistic and uh, vain to do so. I'm going to uh... They've been listening to two shows already. If they don't understand we're narcissistic, then they haven't been listening. Yeah, there, so is, let's that. Do this. there is that. This is the first one that we're doing on video, by the way. Yes. Um, reason, for, reason for which will be revealed in a moment. Um, no one's actually put a shirt on. Yeah. We, we can normally see each other in this thing. See that? All shirt. Yeah. 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 We can normally yeah. see each other in this thing. Um, we, we don't tend to record and or use the video, partly because no. one of us is usually naked um which is true hmm, it's true um mm-hmm. and there's only so much um hair that you can see on a screen so yeah especially in these days of high resolution anyway it's a clean podcast <laughs> keep going push on through push on through um so <laughs> on instagram um uh gordon wills um art underscore of underscore gordon wills underscores don't make it easy to actually read out a handle uh, but anyway, Gordon Wills is um, a um, an artist, uh, sketch card artist for Upper Deck Cryptozoic. Uh, has done DC bombshells, um, first and last mention of a DC product on this episode. Probably not actually. No. Um, <laughs> and um, he sent us a really nice message, um, which I'm going to read out. So thank you, Gordon, for that. Um, Hey guys, really fun podcast. Loved hearing each of your stories and how you came to the hobby. I'm looking forward to the topics coming up. Also wanted to add, I love seeing all the old cards in the Facebook group. Reminds me of which ones I had. A shame that I can't really find them in my parents' storage somewhere one day. Um, So yeah, so so dig those out, Gordon. Uh, Find them. And um, Michael Munshaw commented on your Instagram post. Norin. Right. Uh, he's a dude. Um, nice guy. Really, really love love his work. Um, you guys are doing a great job. I listened to the first two episodes while drawing in my studio. So, where his muse? That's what I read into that. 
that's all I always wanted to be. Yeah. So yeah, so that's it. Yeah. We peaked. Um, this I week. never thought it would be my voice. Yeah, that would be my muse. The yeah. muse is someone else, but well, that's yeah. okay. And Take according to me, I'm happy to do it. <laughs> Take it where you can get it, dear. Um, there it is. So <laughs> this is going to be a giggly one, folks. This is <laughs> we tried to start this podcast three times already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, let's let's plow on. Um, so uh, I, before. Fingers crossed that um, he doesn't oversleep, that he's not trapped down a well or Hopefully under a heavy not. object. Mm. Um, this is going to be our first guest interview podcast, um, you, which I'm mightily excited about. I am very giggly and excited about it. Yeah, exactly. I kind of feel like one of those young ladies in the 60s at the Beatles concerts, you know, the ones that were screaming so much that they were fainting. Oh, yeah. Like I'm yeah. five seconds from fainting. Like yeah. he's going to pop on the webcam and I'm just going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. And, and just go. Yeah. Exactly. That's it. Um, so um, with luck, in um, a very short um, few minutes, we're going to be joined on the podcast by Mr. Dave DeVries. Um, Dave. Dave. As Dave. we know him on MCCP, um, who is, um, is an appropriate first guest for reasons I'm going to go on to when Dave's on um because yep. uh, otherwise i'll be repeating myself and guys a dude um quite frankly so um we do however have other guests lined up um i put an open call out this week on our social media channels for any artist who wants to come on and we've got a few lined up in fact uh, so many we, we um we're having to uh, do some uh, Canada jiggery pokery so it's a great position to be in and uh thank you um no collectors as yet but that's fine um I'm sure when they hear you know how it goes and how we roll and you know they want to talk about stuff then you know we'll have some people on which is good yeah um yeah. and oh Dave is approaching no. no, I can hear him. Dave's just said, okay, heading to studio. So I'm not sure if I'm, what I'm more impressed by, the fact that he's got a studio or the fact that he's, <laughs> he's on his way to join us. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of both. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Man, anyway. we might see some of his studio behind him. That'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be Well, good. we're going to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good, good. Um, so I've completed my train of thought has left the station. Um, oh, fine what else what else so yeah so we've got that coming up um and you'll have heard some pretty cool intro stings from artists at the beginning of these podcasts um anyone who listens to this um on the creator artist spectrum um feel free to just record one on your iphone voice memo or whatever the android version of it is or even as the glee brothers did go into a fully formed studio and do loads of sound effects behind freaking it. awesome Oh my goody on. So awesome. Uh those guys, those guys, seriously, that's something else. Mick and Matt, yeah. why aren't you on? Why aren't why aren't you on this podcast yet? Come oh, on. Yeah. They Come would on, lads. be, for yeah. sure. The twin sons. Um yeah, no, those guys, um those guys are really cool. cool. So so yeah, lots lots going on. Um I've kind of got loads of stuff I can talk about in the meantime, but obviously Dave is gonna join us any moment now. So the one thing I will say is people are listening. Norin. They are. 
And it kind of feels like we've got a bit of a target on our backs as character collectors, because I've suddenly noticed a price jump in all of the Black Cat sketches that are out there. Yeah, I started noticing that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, haven't okay, just... the, I haven't been checking the Surfer ones, though. I, there hasn't been any. I haven't seen any. I've seen a few sketches on there, but you know, things have been up there prior to our announcement of this podcast. Yeah. So I haven't seen any crazy price jumps, but you know, there's a double-edged sword here, right? People come to me with surfer cards, Yeah. you know, and then I just don't buy them. Like if they're priced too high, I just won't buy them. Oh yeah, of course. (laughs) You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, um, I have been going deep into the black cat, variant covers for the new ongoing series however mm. so um and there's st- <laughs> even though episode um episode even though issue two of black cat is about to drop uh, the ongoing comic book series oh, uh, wow. they are still announcing exclusive variants for issue one um i saw uh mike- for reprints no 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 this is um uh mike mayhew i saw is doing an issue one variant that is san diego comic-con exclusive oh. Because, of course, next month is San Diego Comic-Con, otherwise known as Mecca, for those of us who are on the nerd spectrum. <laughs> so, Mecca! So uh, that's good. That's good. That's good. So, yeah. um, but I'll tell you one thing, uh, SDCC um, always is interesting, is what promo cards will be available. So when you say promo cards, because you know I'm new to the promo card thing, promo cards for what? Like the new Flare premiere? That's the thing. You never know. Um, it's, it's mainly been Upper Deck the really? last, last few years. And they usually have something that they give away at their booth. Um, last year, it wasn't a giveaway, actually. You could buy them. It was the MCU movies. And it was a oh, the 10-year. Yeah, it was a single pack. And it had, I think it had 18 cards in, which is perfect. So, yeah. Yay, two times nine. Um, wow. The single pack, uh, it was gold, and I think you could buy them for $10, and they only had a certain number of them. Um, and each card was the cinematic poster for each MCU movie up until that point. That's pretty cool. It's really cool. So I've got That's those. Really cool. I'll, um, I'll pop the uh, pictures of those up on the um, tasting notes for this episode. Yeah, um, awesome. And but But what they have done is they've had kind of – they're not card size they're bigger they're kind of five by seven i want to say um okay little prints so um in 2017 the four prints were from fleer ultra spider-man so they were art used in that and in 2018 they were from fleer ultra x-men and the little they're literally they're not kind of rigid card stock they're kind of a really thick paper Hmm. glossy paper you know high quality print but Yeah, yeah but not quite card but not quite paper either, somewhere in the middle. Fascinating. They are promoting EPACs. And um, so they, they give them away. But if you go there, what they've done both years is that they've had the artist there signing on one of the days. So from the, I think from last year or the year before, I've got one that's signed by Eric Wilkerson. I've got one that's signed by Dave Dorman. Obviously, I didn't go. I mean, I right. didn't have to, but... Um, it's uh i managed to get them off ebay and there's not that many of them 
so I've only just in fact I think I'm missing one from last year um, and last year there was a promo poster as well which was using art from Fleer Ultra X-Men the previous year there was a promo poster using art from Fleer Ultra Spider-Man and again the, so the poster and those four um, kind of mini prints I guess you'd call them are promoting EPACs wow and they're just available at their booth and they just happen to have the artist there you know I don't know between two and three on the Saturday and then another artist there between 10 and 11 on the Sunday, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, That's awesome. So yeah. Though. So, yeah, I can't believe um, it's been a while since I've shown them off on the group, actually. So as, as, is, as is the way with Facebook, those things tend to fall to the bottom. And unless you madly scroll or look for them, you don't see them. So I'll, um, I'll pop um, images of those um, on with this post, um, which is a neat segue to um hopefully by the time you hear this we will have a dedicated page not a group a page on facebook for this podcast um because obviously the, if you listen to this podcast you might not be a facebook user you know it might not it's be true. your bag you know a lot of people don't have simply don't have a facebook presence because they don't i did it for a long time exactly um now my understanding is um from um the social my social colleague at work is that uh, Facebook page, I believe you can log on to and look at as a web page, but without having to be on Facebook. If you yeah, like. so and like a Facebook. lot of local, yeah, a lot yeah. of local businesses do it exactly. that way. So you can see like phone numbers, yeah. directions, things like that. Yeah, but basically it means that you can be a fan of the podcast and look at the stuff we're talking about without necessarily having to be in the group. Although, listen, we'd love you to be in the groups, but yeah, yeah that Facebook isn't everyone's bag. Just so it happens to be where, where we were born and where, you know, where the mothership is. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that will be, um, that'll be up, well, be up and running by now. And, um, I wish I could give you the link to it, but if you search Marvel Card Collectors podcast on Facebook, it'll be there. Um, we'll put that on Instagram as well. And we'll pop yeah. that on, obviously on the Facebook group as well. So, so yeah, so that's coming. Um, yeah. And so is Dave. Dave? Dave. Dave. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, listening, uh, we have our first guest on the podcast. Um, please give it up for Mr. Dave DeVries. Dave. Hey. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, you're more than welcome. You're more than Dude, welcome. it's our pleasure. Seriously. So, so Dave, I'm going to start off at the top here. I don't, I don't, want, to, don't want to spare your blushes too much, but literally none of what we're doing here would exist without you. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're aware of this. So basically, I started the um, the the first group I started, which is now Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide, just over a year ago. And then I started right. Right. Marvel Masterpieces Collectors literally a year ago last week. And on day uh, on day one when I went live, you joined, and you invited because you're friends with them on Facebook. Joe, just go. Right. Right, Boris Villaggio, and I should know how to right. pronounce that properly. Julie Bell, I think it's it, it, it is it's because Vallejo. he's done a, he's done an opener for 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 an episode. Um, right, you invited Nelson, you invited right. um, oh mate, you kind of made it happen. So Seriously. Joe Jasko too. Yeah, I think. yeah, you did, you did, um, and they've all been really sweet, and you know they've stick to stuck around even with the avalanche of um. Marvel Masterpieces 2018 stuff <laughs> falling on the group. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah. No, thank you. It's it's it was awesome when I saw you, you that you had created that, and um, 
you know, I was really inspired just to like, you know, help you out and, and get, get these guys. Cause you know, they're, they're, you know, my heroes, you know, I, 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 I look up to each and every one of those people and, uh, I just, I, you know, plus them, I know them, I know Nelson really mm-hmm. well. Um, and, um, you know, it's just, it's definitely like, I was like, I gotta, I gotta help you get this off the ground. Cause I think, you know, I think there's like a 20 year, uh, nostalgia thing where like every 20 years things come back. Um, and I was just like, you know what, this is the time, you know, and it just seemed like, um, you know, this was, this was, uh, a lot of people were, were interested in, 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 in the old stuff and new stuff. So for me, it was just like, you know, I thought you were focusing on, you know, things that happened a long time ago in, in cards and, uh, but you, you know, you've grown so much beyond that. And, and, uh, and it's just, it's amazing to see how fast you guys have grown in a year. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's humbling and a, a little bit terrifying because, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a side gig. It's not by no means, uh, our main jobs, but I think, I think it right. just shows how much, um, how much passion there is in, in the, in the hobby, in the community for, for these cards, the new stuff right. and the old stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's really cool. Um, I was, I was telling, um, uh, uh, this this came up uh, pretty recently, um, but you know, there's a story with uh, me and Boris, and like we don't we're not like friends that, that we hang out. I've met him at conventions and things like that. But um, you know, I was when I was in seventh grade, um, you know, I was I think I came across a poster by Boris, and I was just kind of blown away by it. And I remember walking into my uh, my art teacher, Mrs. Thompson, in seventh grade. And just saying, I'm going to create a poster like now and I'm going to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is me, seventh grade. Now you have to understand something. I'm, I'm a little annoying seventh grader. And at the same time, I have no conception of how to paint. <laughs> so I, I, I said, I want to learn how to do this. I'm going to do it. And God bless her. She said, sit down, come here after school every day. I'll sit with you. She's a great teacher. And, uh, and, uh, and you know what, I never made the paint, I never made the poster, <laughs> but, but the thing, the fact of the matter, and I was telling, um, my educator friends this, you know, here it is like, you know, 1995, you know, it was 20 years later and, you know, I'm on sets with the guy. And that was like a huge, like, you know, thumbs up to a teacher who, who, who kind of fostered my love of that. And just the fact that like, he was, he inspired me at such a young age. And that I was able to kind of like share space with the guy was 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 an amazing amazing thing. That's absolutely awesome. I think I think That's... everyone can point back to someone like that in their in their kind of teaching. I remember I had a teacher who inspired me no end um, uh, when I was younger. But Mrs. So Mrs. Thompson was it? Yeah. So Mrs. basically, Thompson. Mrs. Thompson is indirectly responsible for all of this starting. <laughs> Mrs. Thompson. Right. So exactly. she's the one we should be Mrs. thanking. Thompson is- we got to get together a thank you card and send it over to her. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There we go. We you. will. So um, there's, 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 there's all sorts of stuff we can ask you, but we kind of, we've not done one of these interviews before, but all of the podcasts I, I listen to and I, I respect the most, they kind of don't do direct Q and A's like you get with, you know, late night talk shows and things like that it's very much conversation so you know so well right, you know we right, just yeah. we just kind of want to chat to you and you know just just ask you a few questions so i'm uh, i i do have a few questions prepared but only 
just so that I don't yeah, drive. No, um, so you're about to step back into the four with yeah. Marvel yeah. Flare 2019, which mm -hmm. ties in very much to that retro 20 year vibe that you were talking about and very much what Upper Deck oh, yeah. has been doing the past few years. So are you allowed to tell now, us much about that yet? Now, I think um, they've cleared um, the last set is now a lot of people are posting their stuff. Have you seen the the, the, the cards that have been popping up on Starting Facebook? Starting to, yeah. yeah. Everybody's like, oh, yeah. Now, uh, this name, I forgot the name of that set. Is that is that the same set? The Flare. Uh, Flare, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, because um, I, you know, a lot of times I, I they call me up and they tell me the name and I promptly forget <laughs> it, but that's very typical of me. And even like, even when I teach a class, sometimes if the class name is too long, like in my college, um, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I teach, uh, I teach storyboarding. I like, it doesn't have a real name. I'm like, yeah, it does. But I said it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I've got, I've got, uh, I've been getting, um, a uh, couple cards each set, uh, the past couple of card sets. And, um, <clears throat> I'm going to release a couple more, um, you know, and release, uh, release, release them on Facebook. Excuse me. I gotta, I gotta drink something here. Sorry, and this is actually not alcoholic, so don't worry. The interview's not going. Oh, that's out. quite alright. I'm, I've got, I've, I've got a gin on the go, and <clears> no <throat> one's already two quarts in. They were fine. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm like super excited to be back. Um, and I did, I did a painting of Wonder Man for this past set, and I did a painting of, uh, of Legion, oh. and, and I just finished watching the season, so I was really so excited. good. <clears throat> yeah, and um, I've got like I can't talk about. The next thing I'm, I'm in but i'm in an, another another set but i don't believe it's it's a, a card um i i think it's something else but i'm not i can't really Ooh. talk about it um but um but it's 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 i'm psyched there's seven characters and i'm pretty pretty uh pretty jazzed to do it i start um um i've done like initial sketches and stuff oh, at, wow. in my studio and stuff but i haven't moved forward with it and and i'm, I'm you know i was just I have, uh, I'm, I'm also a teacher, so I had to clear out some time in my schedule and that's ending and, and I'm going to dive in. I'm, I'm psyched. Um, and there are characters that I love. So, but you know, you know, the Wonder Man one for the uh, flare set was, was actually, I, I was like, all right, so Legion is kind of, you know, crazy. And, and I was trying to do something, you know, a little offbeat with that, but the Wonder Man's classic, you know, that because when I started, I wanted to do that in your face kind of like fisheye lens, um, you know, thing. And that's what I did with him. And it, and it, and it harkens back to everything I did prior. So because I, when I started uh, at 23, my wife gave me as a birthday gift uh, a 19 millimeter photo lens. Oh, yeah. And and I used to just walk around the house with the camera like looking at the world, like not taking pictures, just seeing what it would like, you know, and I, my, you know, I was just out of school. My, I'm still living at home with my parents and they're like watching me walk around, bump into walls with this camera. Like, are, is there something you should be telling us? <laughs> and, you know, and, but it like, it trained my eye. And, um, and I love, I love, you know, one of the things about the aspect of trading cards for me is that they're small. They're, they're, two and a half by three and a half inches basically and it's a small space and you really got to attract attention and i and i almost feel like compressed by the space so when i draw i want to almost reach out and break out of the space and you know i 
I tend to, 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 to focus on simpler compositions and, um, and real, you know, like you're almost like moving towards the viewer. And, uh, and that's what I was, that's what I did with this, uh, with this, with the Wonder Man one, which I'm probably going to release second. I'm probably going to do the, the, um, cause we have now, uh, Upper Deck is saying, you know, like you, it's okay to release, don't release them all at once. And um, I saw Tom Fleming released as Venom, which looked yeah. awesome. Yeah, someone uh, in our group actually purchased the painting, and he's pretty excited. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty stoked, Justin. Yeah, he's pretty excited. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's well, great. That's I great. love, uh, I love your stuff. I mean, I we were looking over your cards again, in review, and I've looked at them since I was a kid, and that carnage from, um, you know, the the with the alleyway behind him. I forget what year that carnage is in. I have it somewhere. Oh, is it the, is it the Spidey one we just looked at? The Spidey one we just looked at. Spidey yeah. 96, I think that is. 96. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the Raven, the Ravens, the Ravenswood Asylum or something. Like Raven, I can't remember the, it had, it was a nine card subset. It was part uh, of Right, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was looking yeah. at it and, you know, when I was looking at, we saw an, an earlier interview or reading up on things you've said about the cards and stuff like that and. I, I teach as well at a university. <laughs> I teach screenwriting and film. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. And I'm very, very honored and pleased with, you know, how you talk about teaching because I feel the same way. And yeah. I look at your storytelling and it's insane how you've messed with the perspective on such a small piece of art as a final product. Like there's so much story jammed in there. And in the background, in the background yeah. well, also... The way the care, like, I don't know, for me, I'm, I'm not an artist at all, but definitely storyboarding and doing stories and stuff like that. It is the hardest thing to get that kind of perspective to, and to get proportions yeah. right. And to right. let the eye travel as naturally as possible without like making it yeah. too apparent. And I'm just so impressed by the way you were able oh. to pull that off and in every card, really, it's just really, really awesome, man. Well, I think that speaks to what I was talking about before, where I feel I feel trapped by the yeah. card. I, I really feel trapped by the small space. And I'm, I'm always pushing, like I do this exercise where I draw a portrait, like I'll just draw a face. And with the little tiny, like quarter inch, maybe a little bit more than a quarter inch that you have around the face, I can fit a whole world back mm, there. Wow. Like it's, and it, and it come, it came from just trying this over and over again, where you just kind of like, you don't look at that space as dead space or or like or throwaway space you go hmm look at uh, let me start with the horizon line okay now i just have to make the proportionate you know stuff coming towards you getting a little bigger and pieces are missing of it so if you have a person in the background maybe part of them is 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 cropped off and as you go back in space you could put a whole city line you know in the background clouds and everything and it feels like tremendous amount of space so like that's just with a simple portrait so you know i'm always you know, and the thing that I'm sure you know with 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 your screenwriting is when you were starting out, um, you probably didn't um, think about what you were doing. You know what I mean? You just wrote. You know, you probably had some ideas about things that you wanted, but some stuff happened, and you're like, "Whoa, that I never uh, that came out great," and I don't know how I did that, but I want to do it again. Yeah. You know? And as you get to as a teacher, you start to have to focus on how did I do that. And because now you're breaking it so, down and you're communicating right, to other people, what is this process? Right. What helped me? You know, what are the many processes that you can take to get to this moment? But right. Otherwise you're, you're right. useless. As because then, you know, they, they, yeah. 
they want to know they want to know and um and so for me it's like um a lot of it i I often um liken when you're drawing these things and as a as a and let's just take it from the viewer's perspective if you if you pick up a car and you go whoa you know so like my moments when i was when um, in 1995, if I was watching a kid going through a deck, I'd watch them and, and they'd go, they'd just be rifling through and they'd stop and go, whoa, and they'd go, whoa, whoa. And I was just like looking at those cards and going, okay, those cards have a certain pattern in them that make you as the viewer go, whoa, you know, and usually what it is, is, is your eyeballs have muscles and you travel through that that card in a pattern and if the pattern is chaotic and not well organized um your eye darts around the 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 composition in a way that becomes tiresome um your eyes literally get tired of looking all over the place when something has great composition and composition honestly is the bones or the skeleton of the painting if you have awesome composition then your eye kind of moves in a natural pattern. You're almost like a traffic cop. You're like directing traffic as an artist. And you go around and around the piece in a, in a, in a way, which is almost like following like a track. Um, and it's, and there's, I often talk about, um, I use the example of Namor, which I painted in 95. And I actually have a painting, which I can send you guys if you want. I'll send you both paintings so that you can see that we can reference this if well, you want to put it up. Oh, inter- inter- interestingly, yeah. I have here my copy of Cards Illustrated, ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. the 95 release issue. Oh, man. And yes. uh, with was... interviews with yourself, uh, Demetrius Nelson, and uh, Peter Scanlon. And there is a little... Mm-hmm. Is that the name you mean, sir? Um, hold it up a little higher. No, that's not. That's the. That's Peter. Ah, it doesn't actually say on the picture. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. No worries. Um, but the thing that I was gonna say is that like, um, I can actually like send you guys the two paintings. I have a painting that I did in college. It's an abstract, and then I have the painting of Namor, and they're basically the same painting in in structurally, and they accomplish the same thing. And I can I can explain it when I'll send you a little write up. But it's very, it's, 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 it's very much that your eye travels in a way and you eliminate certain things in the painting that are unnecessary. Um, the, you know, like, do we need to see the fingers on the hand, every mm-hmm. single finger, you know, you know, can I put it in bubbles so that we focus on the two fingers that lead into the arm and the arm leads up into the head mm-hmm. and is the back leg, does it need to be beautifully painted every single detail or can it get all fuzzy and indistinct and and so you kind of glance at it and come back to the main meat of the painting so there's a lot of stuff like that like you know compositionally that you noticed and and ironically that painting the carnage from uh, basically uh the storytelling is that they're uh, he's escaping and he's running down the hallway this is carnage and carnage is I actually, it was the very last painting I did before the whole card market fell apart. It was, and and I pushed it harder than I ever did with the fisheye lens kind of thing. I was, I was like, okay, this is not, I'm not drawing Superman who has certain proportions. This is carnage. I can mess with this guy so bad. It's a very fluid physicality to it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Very fluid. And I just stretched the hell out of them and pushed the fish eye so hard. And then all of a sudden the market dropped out. And that was my final thing, you know, for a while. And, um, um, and then, um, what is this thing? Oh, it says pinch. Okay. There it is. Oh, you're sending me. Yeah. yeah. So there it is. Um, you can see the back leg is, uh, is, is kind of fuzzy and interesting. Yeah. And, and you can see how the, the fingers and the thumb are, uh, on Neymar are, are, are flesh toned while the other fingers are bubbled oh, out. Oh yeah. Um, now, as you can see here, the, if you notice the, the rendering on the knuckles and the wrinkles on the finger that's touching the yeah. bottom is not really that well, like rendered. It's not as like tightly rendered as say the face and the other hand and the shoulders. Yeah. That, that's due, you, I want you to look, kind of ride in, like almost like a, on a road, go up through here, and then you really get into the meat of the, of the, of the, the shoulders, all that, you know, musculature, right? And, and you kind of travel up to the hand, you come back down, you dart into the lower leg here, the one that's just the knee. And it's that one's not painted as sharp right. because I don't want you to stay right. there. And then you shoot back through the head and you go up the back leg and out. Well, and I think, yeah, I love them. What? Yeah. And that's, yeah. But that's, that's the, that was, that's the main thing. Like I just, I know Peter Scanlon, when I first, he, he was saying, he goes, you know, I paint so many things on mine. And then I noticed you don't paint so many things on yours. And, uh, and, and, and he, 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 he appreciated what I was doing. And, um, and, you know, we, we both like, you know, we're, we're, we're fans of each other and it was just, it was a really cool thing, but, um, you, but that's, that's my philosophy. And when I paint these things is what do we really need to look at? You know, if I paint every single thing with, you know, like it was like maybe remember back in the nineties when, when people colored a lot of the image comics, they would put a highlight on every single thing that was uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, and it was overwhelmingly hard to look at for me. Hmm. And then, you know, you just, you just, it, it really is something that um, you, ha you have to be selective and the best artists do it. You, you, when you look at people's work, you can see where, you know, they put more energy in, you know, and, and, um, you know, for me, like pound for pound, I think Adam Hughes is one of my like favorite artists. Like I love Bill Sienkiewicz mm. and, and Adam Hughes, and there's a whole bunch of other artists that I, that I like, but, you know, um, they're very, you know, they put a lot, they put more, like, I think Bill's a really good example. You know, you can see where he, um, he, he pulls back in places and doesn't need to put some emphasis there. He puts it in the right place. And, and I stuff. think, yeah, but I appreciate, you know, and I think the best part about that is what it keeps coming back to, at least for me as a viewer is storytelling, mm -hmm. right? When you preference <clears throat> yeah. certain things in a piece, especially with composition, you are more focused right. on the eye and the guiding, like you've mentioned. And I think one of my favorite parts about this piece and the most subtle is your light source. Like you did such a brilliant right. job of letting this kind of be the surface and you can feel the direction of the character. And you have this glimmer right. of light, even on uh, the, the, the spikes here and then on this finger. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's such a kind and really specific journey that's being told there. And I think it's quite brilliant. Yeah, I really love this piece. Well, well thanks. Well, you know how you're talking about storytelling. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, the, um, I was, when I did this, I was thinking, how would he swim differently than Aquaman? Nah. And the way I looked at Aquaman back in the day, and this is 
before, like, you know, I was still kind of thinking about the super friends Ackerman, you know, like he's, you know, the short haired guy with the, you know, <laughs> not the, not the guy we see now. Um, but, um, I was looking at him and going, <clears throat> he would slice the water. He would like, he would move through it, like just kind of slip through it and it would, he'd be grease lightened, but he'd almost be like, you know, he wouldn't leave much of a trail. And I, and I thought Namor being Namor would, would just tear the water apart, like just rip it apart as he swims. Mm. And that's why there's so many bubbles and so many, like, you know, uh, so much disturbance. Kinetic energy. Yeah, for sure. And it's interesting for yeah. me. That's that's but, the thing about Neymar is that he has this kind of silent fury about him all the time, even in restful right. moments. Yeah. Um, and he has he has that about him. He's always he's always a bit ticked off with pretty much everyone. Let's face it. Yeah. So, um, and that really comes and that through. makes sense. That, yeah. Yeah. And, and also he's, he's way stronger than Aquaman. <clears throat> you know, Aquaman is, Aquaman has been, his strength level has gone up since, you know, you know, the seventies, but um, I still think, you know, that Namor is like second tier strength in terms of like, you know, you have the Hulk and you have Thor. And I look at like, you know, thing and Namor is being second tier strength, mm. um, you know, and I think there was something from my youth. I found it online, uh, which back, back then made a huge impression upon me and it was like it gave the strength classes of every single person just physical strength and i think the top guys were uh thor uh hulk hercules um iron man and believe it or not wonder man because that was he was big then um you know and then i think thing colossus namor silver surfer they were like just physical strength they were on the second tier so you know so for me it's like it also was a the card was a manifestation of his physical strength and and also his fury that you brought up so so you mentioned um uh, a little while back that you said you know that you're you're pleased to be back and you mentioned that carnage was your last one before the card industry kind of imploded in the 90s yeah well the cards that we're doing yeah. now yeah yeah but that, but I did I worked on verses, but that's a different yeah, yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious to know because because you mentioned you're teaching now, so I'm always I'm always interested to know. For me, I find it interesting how people manage. You know, because some people are full time artists, and some people have day jobs and are also an artist, and some people, you right. know, have have moved on to different areas of artwork. So you know, um, Julian right. Boris, for example, they they do different things now. They don't tend to what i've seen do much marvel work uh i think um and right. there's some other guys that I've, I've been looking at um who've, who've clearly moved on so what what was your because you, you're in teaching now were you in teaching back then when you were working on the 90s sets or was that an evolution or how i did that... started well ironically the this the the 95 set led me into teaching because i went up to um syracuse university where i graduated in 88 and i did a talk and, uh, and a demonstration and um, and I brought well, I, I, it was like I had all the paintings like I just had a huge box full of paintings you know and I brought them all up and I set them up and I remembered I got offered a gig to teach like uh, like for five every year come back for five weeks and I did that and that kind of led into I taught at the Joe Kubert school uh, then I got um, then I taught at the Fashion Institute of Technology where I still teach today and then um, Recently, I went into uh, public ed education, so I'm a high school teacher, and um, and that then I teach digital art there, and I taught regular art for a few years out of middle school. So um, it's definitely like 
it works hand in hand. Um, I like teaching because it kind of balances things. Like I'm not working in like, you know, an office or something like that. I'm doing uh, something that relates to art. And so, you know, cause I think I'd, I'd, I'd start to feel like, you know, I'd start to feel like I'm on a ice flow, slowly floating out to sea away from the art world, you know? So it's just, it, 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 it helps. Um, it helps. Um, well, the thing you have to understand is that unless you're like top tier guy, you're not going to be making um, really good money yeah. um, in comics. Uh, and it's hard to, to, to make a living. I remember because there's another Dave DeVries and, yeah. uh, and if he's listening, Dave, Australian DeVries, guy? you're awesome. Yeah. yeah. Australian guy. Well, they're born guy. in New Zealand, uh, I noticed when I was reading his bio last night. <laughs> I tried oh, really? to do some online research yeah. about you, Dave, and he blows you out of the water oh, on okay. Google. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, but that was, uh, that, he's, it's his time. I used to blow him out of the water because <laughs> uh, a couple of years back with uh, my, other, my other project. But that's great. He's a filmmaker now, um, as well as, you know, he still works. I think he, he, he just did some stuff on Black Lightning. Or, I'm, I'm not sure. But um, anyway, um, I'm not sure why I brought him up, but you know, he's a good guy. You were talking so about I, artists who I, make, um, the, you know, making oh, a living and, you know, and the industry. Yeah. I don't, and, know, how that yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that plays in, you know, but if you look at my very first card, uh, which I did was Wolverine versus Sauron. Oh. And there's a little American flag that I painted next to my name because he, um, because I found out about, you know, Dave and I was just like, He's from Australia. I'm from America. I'll just sign my name with an American flag because <laughs> Dave is a writer and he's also an artist, but he, he did, he mostly did writing and he did coloring. Um, so, uh, if, and, and, and possibly inking. Um, so I do that. And that's why there's an American flag next to my name on that here. I never did it again because, <laughs> um, it, you know, because the, the reason I did it was one night I get a call, the phone rings and I pick up the phone and it's just like, Oh, it's just dive the breeze. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's just dive the breeze. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got into a conversation. He eventually, he eventually came up and uh, we went out uh, for beers in New York City. And, um, it, you know, uh, I ironically, you know, I, he, I would get his, his, like, I got his check once. Like, it was a big check. And I was just like, but I was supposed to get a check roughly around the same amount. And, uh, and I was like, oh, they added 140 bucks to this. I wonder why. <laughs> ah, all right. And then I started to think, I was like, why is there 140? And so I called up DC and then that's when I found out, like, I got this check, but it was in my name. I could have cashed it. I could have walked away. <laughs> and, uh, so now I'm extra careful, you know, and I've had artwork returned to me. I've had, you know, it's like, it's, I, you know, sometimes I still like last week, I got a book of Black Lightning, you know, so that's uh, sent funny. to my house. So it's it's ridiculous, you know, and because because I asked him on the phone, I'm like, I was like, maybe we should go by our middle names. And I said, mine's Matthew. And he's like, oh, sorry, Mike, I'm Malcolm. No, <laughs> so, yeah. still so close. And, and, we, and we both started around the same time. Well, listen, I'm, I'm wondering, like, you know, we, it is not oh, an unheard of thing to have brothers do a Marvel Masterpieces set. So you could have the debris. The two degrees. Uh, that would be that would be a cool. That'd be thing. Epic. I would do it. That would be that would I be would good. Um, I was 
because uh, you're prolific or you, you certainly you certainly were back in the day on a previous episode it was last week or the week before we looked through uh jeff allender's house of checklists and i kept on seeing your name on sets i didn't know you'd done and so we oh, really? we we we've started a bit of a dave off between you and dave dorman as to who's done the most <laughs> and we haven't actually finished counting yet um but oh, you get God. an awful lot of entries um both of you actually wow that's funny dave's great dave's great i'm friends with dave um so friendly competition i'm sure uh i'm sure like uh we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll happens. do a tally we'll, we'll do a tally um i because i know you mentioned the size of the cards and one, one one question i want you know the one thing that i found interesting when i was looking at simone bianchi's work on 2018 and when they did the, great stuff yeah it's incredible stuff um and when they did the gallery launch in new york and some of the some of the guys in group were there and was the different size of the, the original artworks because you you're everyone who collects this stuff and appreciates it and right and all, all of us go whoa almost every card in yeah. our group so that's kind of our default noise um <laughs> but um pretty much when <laughs> when we're right. looking at there when we're looking go. at Simone's work, you see, okay, some of them are, are this size, and they're actually a lot smaller than you think, and some of them are bigger. I'm just wondering, you know, what kind of size are you actually creating in, or does it vary? Okay, there's a there's a basic formula in my when I work, uh, and that's if if it's a portrait, I can do something around five by seven, because still the face is a lot of room to paint. It works great. It keeps it fast. Um, um, it all depends on what I put into it. Like I'm looking at um, my my carrion uh, from the asylum subset, oh. and all there is is a, a you know him holding a rat um, with uh, and the rat is kind of like smoking. And he's like obviously applying his carrion skills to that because he's stuck in a he's stuck in his uh, his little cage behind him. A little I mean a door. Like I, I so here's an example. Like right right there, what I did is I created a background that's just dark and then you can see the bars of a window so almost like you know like the old west the old west we had we just had windows with bars and we'd get our horses and we'd wrap the horse wrap the rope around the thing and <laughs> slap the horse on the ass you know it, it was it, it's like it's just like that okay now if let's if i had changed the background to um a full you know you know Andy Griffith, you know, you know, I don't know if you know yeah, that, yeah, but like, yeah. like full, full on like cell, you know, with door, you know, everything mechanisms, I would have expanded the size of the, the painting because now I have to paint that stuff. Um, generally, I, I did a, um, I did a recreation of detective comics. I don't remember the number of it, but it's the one where Batman is sort of like, looking over this this castle and there's all smoke and fog and the moon behind him and there's joker or some some character in the foreground carrying somebody um or, or maybe not joker uh, but anyway i had to do that and because of the size of the head of the characters in the foreground who were small um i had to do it at an enormous size like probably you know um you know 28 by 28 or something like that because wow. i can't paint the, i can't paint those those faces 
you know, when they're, when they're, if they're smaller than the size of a dime, you're in trouble. Mm. Um, which over here would be, I don't know, like the small, um, a dime you guys, well, you, uh, Norn would know. Oh, I know. I know. I've been, I've been, to, I've been to the States yeah, enough times to know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so, uh, maybe there's an equivalent over there. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's, it's definitely something you gotta, you gotta consider because you're physically, you know, um, interestingly enough, I did a painting a couple of years back of, uh, Wolverine and I, I did this thing. It's not up online. It is up online somewhere, but it was for a convention. And, and it was, um, it was the old, uh, days of future past scene where Wolverine is jumping towards the Sentinel. And if you oh, remember yes. that, yeah. and he gets, and he gets, he gets yes. fried. Um, so this is the moment before he dies. Um, and, uh, and I, and I painted that and I did it digitally because I thought that's what he wanted. It was just going to be for the, um, I thought the commission was just to put on the, uh, on a poster and he actually wanted a physical painting. Oh. Like, and so I did this digitally. He goes, it's great. When do I get my real painting? And I'm just like, Oh my God, I screwed up. I got to do this. So here's the thing I had, I'm, I'm 53 now. So I was, I was, no. uh, I think Stop I was, it. I was, <laughs> shut up i was i'm not i'm not trying to but like when you get to this stage, right your eyes start to go you start to like you you know you don't realize it's happening you know because you're just walking around and you're and i'm, I'm i just did never went and got glasses other than you know driving for driving right and um but my nearsightedness crept up on me and so that then when i because i had i'd done digital paintings for many years prior to this painting and as soon as I sat down to paint the Wolverine, I could not focus. I had to get a magnifying glass to paint. It was really, it freaked me oh, out. Man. Because in digital, I was zooming in. Yeah. Zoom in, <laughs> fine, you're painting, it doesn't yeah. matter. But as soon as you have a physical painting, I was just like, oh my God, I, my, my head's not working. And, you know, and that was... That was a real shock. Was Listen, real I'm shock, not far but, behind you. I'm I'm 45, and uh, <laughs> I was looking at the back of some of the cards. Um, we were talking just before you jumped on about um, I I bought a lot of just random cards um, from sets I hadn't owned, and I was looking at the back of them trying to see the the dates at the bottom <laughs> to try and figure <laughs> right. out because because yeah. you know if it's an X Men set that you know some years have, have three of them, um, and same with Spidey, and so I'm looking at the back, and I had right. to get my iPhone out and zoom right in and take a photo. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'm, it's ridiculous. You know what I do now is I take a picture with my phone and then I blow yeah. it up. Yeah. That's what I yeah. have to do. Same thing. So. Same thing. Do you, do you sell your original art? Do you, do you keep it? Do you sell it? Do you... I, I, yeah, I do. I sold, I sold pretty much almost everything. I have um, two paintings on me and then one is lost in my house, which is the Namor painting. I can't find it. <sighs> um, so if anyone has it out there, just, send me an email and say you sold it to me you forgot you forgot the fact. <laughs> um you know so but i i sold i sold all the marvel masterpiece all the paintings that i've worked on i have strong guy and i have archangel and i'm keeping strong guy oh. that's the one i want to keep I'll, I'll i'll sell archangel but ironically archangel that i is the only painting in the whole set where i posed for it so no way you know, it's, yeah, it, yeah, it's, that's that's me. Back he does kind of look like you, um, Dave. Yeah, he what? does kind of look like you. I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 um, you know, I I, I have the reference to prove it. I have the reference. Um, I hope it comes with a painting yeah. when someone purchases it. I hope they're just like, oh, I want yeah, that there reference. You go. Yeah. 
yeah there you go um that would be funny um but but yeah i i love uh selling the painting what a sick looking um, card that's awesome man oh by the way that that card is a loop-de-loop because i put the ground on the top of the painting oh that's so right i was looking at that wow okay yeah i love this i love this i've owned this for how many years and every time you look at these you see more um just something you've not spotted before <laughs> and i love it we we, we did right. an episode um it's actually the next one that's going to drop um on masterpieces 92 um and we okay. and I, yeah i've looked at that set <laughs> countless times and while we we're on the episode, we were spotting things we hadn't seen before, and this yeah. is why this is right. why this is why I set up the group because they, you know, they truly are, you know, just incredible works, and you you constantly see new yeah. stuff. But you know, as a, as a, you talked about like storytelling, it's like I do that stuff. I put storytelling there to make the you know the the you know make it interesting for me. You know, um, I did one painting. It's not in the card set, but I did it. Um, I did it for Universal Studios and um, it basically oh there it is you can see it right there yeah whenever I show the slide I always say uh, I always I, I flip it so you can see that it's like mm. the grounds on the top and the skies we're the back bottom. we're back looking so, at the archangel yeah. now folks just for those who can't see yep. can't see the vid yeah so I did like the, the purple skies up and, and then ironically I don't know why but in my mind that the ground is that's England I don't know why that feels like England. Maybe it's like the Lake Country. I don't well, know. Well, you have the fields but, here, um, right? You have the crop, the cropping, like these are like little crop sections or whatever, like farmland or something. Yeah. I love this mountain. Just carries yeah. your eye. I love yeah, that. I recognize it. It's Devon. It's Exmoor. It's, it's where I grew up. <laughs> Done. Okay. See, that's how I did it. I did it for <laughs> you. I actually lived in England for uh, for about a, a month uh, when I got out of co I, I was live I lived in London. Oh, whereabouts? Um, I think it was, um, I don't remember the, the neighborhood. It was like, uh, there was a lot of Australia. Oh, Earl's Court, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Earl's Court, that was it. Yeah, Court, yeah. it was a lot of Australian. Uh, I even got abducted by Australians. They were like, you know, at the time I had like really long hair and I'm walking down the street, long curly hair. And this, this uh, pack of Australians, this girl grabs me. She's like, Peter Frampton, come on. And she's like, grabs me and like, <laughs> And I'm going, where am I going? Where am I going? And I find up drinking with these people. It was really fun. Um, I had a good time. I, I lived in London uh, for twenty over like, 20 years. So if you haven't been abducted wow. by a pack of Australians and taken to, to, to drink in <laughs> London, then you haven't lived there. There you go. There you go. But, um, but you know, like some of the, I, one of the things I wanted to talk about with storytelling is like, there's a, there's a, um, um, whatchamacallit card, a nightcrawler card. And, so one of the things that I always talk about when I, when I do my, my uh, presentations is that it's important for you to entertain yourself and to throw a little story into it. So when I was a kid growing up reading John Byrne and Chris Claremont's X-Men, I remember, and it made a huge impression upon me, that um, Nightcrawler can only teleport about a mile. And if he teleports to that limit, he comes out of that brimstone cloud in absolute pain Ooh. and i remember that for i don't i don't maybe i'm wrong maybe somebody could correct me on it but i remember that and, and it made a huge impression upon wow. me so when i when i was um when i when i did the card that's why he's he's like in that kind of like like he's coming out of the, 
the the cloud and he's about a mile up and you can see like there's a lake down there there's you know um so i wanted to get a sense that he had really really pushed the limit yeah there you go yep that's it um yeah i definitely um and 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 the pose is kind of a little bit in pain so um you know i wanted to make that you know uh that that's a storytelling thing i did and 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 we do this stuff to kind of you know because Back in the day, they would just say, okay, here, paint Wolverine, and here's the costume, go. And you would have to come up with your own thing. Whereas when I worked on verses, it was a pain in the ass. Oh, my God. They would be like, okay, we want you to paint Aquaman. And he's underwater. He's, um, he's, there is, the sea is on fire above. Oh. There's a tanker. There's an oil tanker sinking in the background he's punching ocean master oh and he also has a water hand <laughs> that's uh and i did it all i did it, I all. Did it all i painted that thing ah and uh, and 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 the, the the print came out the the card came out terrible it's like very washed out but like you know and you know it was so much extra work and the pay was terrible you know um so you know, usually that's, they were story, they were, they were like story driven, but the story was dictated. Ah, uh, so that's, yeah. that's not cool. I tell you, uh, well, you know, it was, it was, that was what they needed at the time. What so. I think was really cool though, is that, and you know, it's reading the back of the cards and experiencing the cards as like a viewer away from, you know, hearing the artist, you can see that you guys have done a lot of reference work and a lot of work in terms of looking at the facts of the characters. Like one of my favorite oh, parts yeah. about collecting cards was seeing those details, like Nightcrawler only being able to go a certain distance or like, you know, power scales. We were talking about that earlier, right? Where like Silver Surfer has seven as like a power, you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. really cool to see that dynamic enter the art and that be your reference. And it that's just really cool to actually hear that's part well, of it. We're all fans. That's awesome, dude. We're all fans. That's so sick. You know, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I don't think I could do this if I wasn't a fan. Yeah. Um, you know, um, there's a, if you do, then you're going to lo slowly lose touch with the audience because the audience can smell BS. And, um, you know, the, the thing like um, some other tricks I used to do when I was doing my cards is I would, I would recast people in a different situation. So, um, like I love my the thing card. It's one of my favorite cards, and one of the reasons I like it, um, which is besides the point that I'm trying to make, but I'll I'll say it, is um, the scales. Like I really worked hard to make the scales on him feel like they were in perspective. And you can, if you look at the knee, you can see them bending around the knee um, because I really wanted that, you know. And sometimes when they're drawn, um, people aren't. You know, they just end at the end of the leg. They don't really like have that kind of, you know, um, uh, perspective where it's wrapping around the figure. So I was really, I really worked hard. But for him, in terms of recasting him, he's actually a Hulk card. Um, his setting to me, because it oh. looks like, uh, it looks like the Hulk busters have found the Hulk from a helicopter. They've caught him in a spotlight. There's, I think there's a couple of leaves and stuff. I don't know if there's anything blowing around in there. Um, and, you know, you know, they've caught the Hulk and, but it's the thing. So, you know, those are little things that I do. That's sick. Um, to kind of, that's nice. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. It's fun. And uh, you can see, if you look at the knee, um, how they kind of bend down 
uh, around. Oh man, you got his toe here and the rock shadow. Like you nailed that, man. I love the lines too. That is the perfect trajectory of those lines. Uh, It feels like you're right above them. That's, and the blue is so complimentary to the gray. Very sick. Yeah. It's, it really, well, the thing is, that's the whole thing with, with these things is that if I, the, the perspective of the little plates actually reinforces the perspective of, you yeah. know, besides be through the body looking down, it, it reinforces wow. it. So, um, you know, that's the thing that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of that card and, uh, beautiful piece. I remember. Yeah. Thanks. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of other things where I recast people, but I'm not really too sure. Um, you know, but yeah, there's like, uh, like the, the venom I did, I remember story-wise, um, it's, you know, they didn't tell me to do this. They just said it's, it's venom and he's in jail. Uh, he's in Raven, is it Ravenswood? I'm not sure. Uh, Asylum. It's, I think it's on the card. Um, but in any event, it's, um, what I have is like, it's, it's very much based upon the movie aliens or aliens. Oh yeah. When you, when you, it's the door is being slowly opened right to the cell. And if you notice, um, on the, on the locking mechanism, it says, you know, mechanism failed or something. I can't remember what it says. System um, failure. And this is, yeah. And this is the, this is the last moment that the guard This is the last moment of the guard's life. So that, that was, that was, that was the thinking in terms of the setup in my mind. Oh wow! So that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff entertains you know you while you're working. I think you have to. I mean, I imagine how long did it take you to do ninety five? Do you remember how long it took you to? Because there's a. Um, it took me. It's. I started in November of, I guess ninety four, and I finished September of ninety five. So it took ten months. Wow! And that's just twenty five percent of the set. That's twenty five percent of the set. Well, if you assume you know an equal uh, splitting of four artists, so think of the man hours right. taken to 50, do that set. I think it, was it was fifty cards each. Yeah. I think. So, um, you know, and um, that was a fun time though. It really was a fun time. They, you know, they, I got to be a guest out in San Diego, and you know, it was it was you know we're you know sitting there and you know signing cards and. You know, somebody comes up and says, you know, uh, Ahmet Zappa, you know, Frank Zappa's yeah. son. He, he's looking he's looking for fun people to hang out with. And they said, go look, go, go ask Nelson. Nelson is a really fun guy. He really is funny. And um, and, you know, just like it was just such a weird time and stuff, you know. And, and um, you know, it was I remember like, um, you know, the, you know, people, you know, a lot of calls for interviews and stuff. It was like he felt like a celebrity, you know, and you got uh free comics i got I, I for for a few months i was getting like stacks and stacks of comics for free from marvel that's cool um and the thing that i would caution everybody who is like in any career is that don't take this stuff as being the way it's going to be the rest mm-hmm. of your life which as a young kid you do you sit there and go oh i've made it i've made it now you know and what you don't realize is that it takes a lot of energy and things change i mean like the pay for the cards is now like a quarter of what it was you know it's like it used to be you know it's only 100 percent now it's only 25 percent of what they used to pay wow but you know, yeah and i don't i can't speak for everybody right. um some people might have better deals um but you know the, the the main thing is that um the market's changed and you know um 
you know, so that's that's a whole well, different the distribution has changed massively as well. Yeah, massively. Yeah. We've been talking about yeah. a lot about that on this on the podcast too, and in the group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, and I, I think like the pricing is almost like um, you know for, to buy the cards is so expensive because I think they're trying to make up for that. Is that is that true? I know they did that with like you know in the beginning when Joe did his um, like set that came out. Wasn't there like people were complaining about the price? Yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah, the Marvel masterpiece. Yeah. yeah. So basically, it was a premium set. So the cards are a lot thicker. The rarity was really high end. It was really short print. Really short print. Really short print. So it's been yeah. A lot of people base and it's you know crazy thing is too like a lot of us are the older collectors too even the ones who collect the newer cards you know a lot of us come from the 90s your work which is just filled in our binders and everywhere else um you know it was really cool to get a full set and to be able to see everybody's work together right. you know yes. to do that now yep. is extremely difficult and you know there's an up and downside to that you know like the rarity is really nice and that's really fun for the hunt you know what i mean right. <laughs> the adrenaline's yeah. going for that kind of stuff but it definitely is a shame that you can't see how it's interconnected, how it's interwoven, and how these pieces are right. telling a story, and and how, what the art is doing, and how the colors are bouncing from artist to artist, and the composition, and it's really cool to see the full set. So you don't get that as much as you used to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't have a full right. set at all for 2016 yet. No, and neither do be, I. I don't. And either. it'll be it'll be a while before I can. You know, it's just <laughs> you've got to eat or you've got to buy cards. Yeah. You know, you've got to choose yeah. your battles. Right. Unfortunately, <laughs> these days. Yeah. Um, but right, I think right. you know, I think it's oh, all God. down. A lot of it's down to the licensing. You know, I find it interesting that you can't get this. That you know, Flair, I can't buy in a UK comic, even a hobby shop or a comic shop. I can't buy it now because the license yeah really? the upper deck license um my understanding of it is it covers north america canada and uh far east i believe china um indonesia that, that area right. so in the uk and other uh, EMEA uh, territories it's panini or tops i think it's actually panini who've got it currently and they they produce different products mm. which are much lower entry so from that point of view if you're that 14 15 year old kid and you're really into the mcu movies and you've you know um you can probably still afford to buy stuff in your local store whereas with the marvel masterpieces and probably the flare set you, you can't do that you know because it's not in walmart anymore it's not in target right. it's not um a dollar dollar fifty two dollars a pack anymore it's 150 dollars a box right. you know and they're, they're 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 made to be sold as boxes now for the collector market um, for for the, for a lot of product, and not do you all get everything? But but you say you don't get you don't get every single thing. No, in that no, box. no, 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 no. You'd be lucky. Far to from it. Yeah. you'd be lucky to get you'd wow. be lucky to get a full part of that set with a case, which you're talking about mm, fifteen hundred dollars oh drop um, for some of them as an Jeez. average. It is um, what, the interesting thing uh, that it does do though is it means that people. At the outset, when you look at some of these sets, I mean, the Fleer Ultra X-Men set from last year is absolutely vast. I mean, I'm talking thousands of cards, if you were to have anything. But it's not thousands of right. original pieces of artwork. It's the same core 200, and then you've got a silver variant level of that. Then you've got a, a rainbow variant level of that. And 
right. and when they wow. release it digitally you have to get so many of the silver to then redeem it for the rainbow then you have to get so many of the rainbow to redeem it for the gold and so on you know it, it, it's it's absolutely oh crazy God. yeah it's it's, it's, insa- it's intense yeah. um, it's intense and so do you know do you guys know anybody that's like like so obsessive and just has so much money that they're got everything um there's we know people pretty that. close yeah and there's, crazy there's, guys, close. there's guys in group who who go after for example joe did um um I don't, I don't know him that well i don't know why i don't just call him mr jisco but joe um he <laughs> he in in, in the 2016 circles he signed we've talked about this how many was it 10 base cards and 10 what if cards i believe yeah and then the yeah. 15 buybacks which were 92 cards that they literally bought back and then yeah um um foil stamped and put them back in the in the set um he signed uh, a certain number of those and some people have collected that set and gone for just his signed versions so that would be and they have uh, a full like 90 so all 90 cards that were signed by him there's probably yeah. 10 of each of one of those yeah. cards so they okay. would they have had they have each autograph yeah from that and the crazy thing is, wow. like, it's even harder because then there's people who are not in our Facebook group or not in the. It, I mean, it's a small world, but at the same time, not everyone wants to show what they have. Yep. Right. So you know, there's a lot of like black hole collectors where like they'll get something and you'll never know where it went and it's gone, never comes back up. And that's kind of what happens yep, with yep. the original art, um, which is what I've. What are they? What are they sitting on it for? To, so that like years and years and years from now, they'll, they'll they don't want to. Sh- they don't want to share. The selling's not I mean, a big component of it. A lot of people will take these into the grave. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure right, they're like, right. nah, they're, they're for me forever. When you say share, when you say share, you're talking about like they don't want to. Um, they don't want to like, like show that they have yep. it. Are they afraid of like obsessive people like peeking in their They're windows? They're probably afraid of me, which makes sense. Uh, they, <laughs> they should be worried yeah. very much. I think some people. I'm afraid. I think, of you. I think that you should be. Um, I think some people. Um, there's a guy on uh, Epax, which is Upper Deck's digital card mm. trading marketplace platform. Okay. Which Flair will be on, I'm sure. Um, so on Epax, if you're on there, and you'll you'll if you listen to episode. If you listen to if you're listening to our episodes, Dave, you'll know all about this in due course. Um, subscribe now via iTunes. Thank you. Um, okay. He, uh, <laughs> I, I see. I just I saw the link. I thought I don't know how many shows in. Uh, we're two shows in, but iTunes takes a um, usually takes three episodes for, for for them to pick you up. They've picked us up after two, and I know. Um, oh, wow. But we use Anchor, which is. Um, owned by Spotify now as our kind of publishing platform for the podcast. And they then distribute to out to Spotify, Google, iTunes, etc. So it took them two episodes to pick up iTunes. Anyway, um, but iTunes is the one that kind of most people know and you can kind of it's a it's a better storefront effectively. Yeah. Um, right. Kind of that thing. Yeah. Anyway, um I have completely forgotten what I was talking about. So yeah, Epax. So, yeah. so um there's a guy on Epax uh who simply who owns I'm I'm not kidding when I say this. Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of Fleer Ultra X Men 2018 cards. Okay, oh my God. because he's 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 obviously can afford it. He's in it for the chase. He's going for either sketches or ones of ones. I don't know. We, you know, right, I don't right. know him that well. I know of him, and he's uh, I've had a very limited contact with him, and he's he's a lovely bloke. But he's in right. a, in a fortunate position that he's able to do that. But he doesn't have a Facebook right. presence, so he you know he chooses right. not to 
be on social media and I've got friends who don't do that and I'm sure you have as well so you know it's it's just so happens that most people these days are used to being able to see everything about everyone else and people be willing to share stuff about everything they're doing you know remember when Facebook first started 10 years ago it's like everything every status update was is you know ian is and then you had to you had to complete that sentence they took that away after a couple of years um but uh, but you know some people just don't do that or choose not to or to have choose chosen to you know hashtag you know delete facebook whatever it may be so well i i i I get it Mm. i get it um you know i you know believe me it's you know sometimes i'm if i didn't have to be on facebook to like to promote like the my artwork sometimes i would just be like this is annoying, you yep. know, it's like, you know, I got to, but you know, the, it, well, I was, I was, uh, but you know, I sell stuff, you know, through, through, uh, and, and one of the things that happened was, um, uh, somebody, I just sold, um, a uncut card sheet from the Marvel masterpiece of 95. Um, yeah, it, it just, it just sold to a guy out in, uh, I can't remember what state he's in, but really awesome dude. And, um, you know, it just was timing. You know, and the thing is, the guy was persistent, like nobody's business. Like he kept emailing me, even though I would be like, there'd be radio silence because I was like, I don't want to sell it. I want to sell it. And then my my wife turned 50 and I threw a party for her. And I was just like, you know something? I really could use some money. For this. <laughs> and um, and it and it turned out it was like it was basically the exact amount of the party. No. So I was just like, yeah. And and he just got it today. So um, but it's in good shape. I kept it in my closet and you know some of the ends of the you know the corners were a little bent but there was no creases there was no uh everything with you know so and he he really wants to keep it yeah though. you know he's not like a, he wants to frame it and put yeah. it up and you know and and um and you know it it hurt to let it go because it was a piece of my history but i also just you know realized that you know this was you know like it means something to me when somebody really wants something uh especially with paintings like you know if i know somebody's gonna like just buying it to sell it, you know, if I'm desperate for money, I'll still do it. But like, it means more when somebody is like, I love this. It's going to be hanging in my, in my, in my living room. And I want to keep it. It means, it means a lot. That's why we did the group. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, someone else's experience and existence, then, you know, fair play. Mm -hmm. Well, and also too, I mean, no joke. And I I think 95% of us in this group and the people I've spoken to have made real friends with people and talking to amazing artists like you has really been awesome. And, it's one of those things where we do want to appreciate it and we do want to hold on to it and it's not to resell. And it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. really is to look at it and be like, wow, when I was a kid, I saw that image of the surfer that you did holding right. this board. And I'm just like, damn, that's the guy. And that's the card that yeah. kind of left an impression on but me. You know something, there's something about when you tear open the pack yeah. and your brain, like every, synapse in your brain just like firing it's like it's like a fourth of july in there and you're just you're just rifling through and there's that moment where like there's magic as a little eight-year-old kid or something going through those decks you're like got it got it oh my god oh my god you know like whoa 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 you know like that that's what that's what's going on with Mm. people that are collecting they want they feel that they're almost like i want a piece of that childhood i want a piece of that moment where you know the world was magical and like you know what did this artist do i mean why you know, um, you know, why did they paint him this way? I love the way they painted him, you know, like that's how I always saw that character. And now I have it, yeah. you know, and it's like, there's that, there's that really awesome feeling. 
you know, there's a difference between a, you know, a collector who's, you know, just, uh, um, just wants to, you know, resell and stuff. I got guys coming up to me. I know that they come up to me and they're like, could you sign this stack of cards? And there's like, you know, 50 huh. cards and, you know, like I, you know, like if, if it's something like a lot, you know, I'll charge the guy for my signature, but if somebody walks up for like, you know, you know, five, six cards, I'm not going to charge them for anything. Yeah. You know, I don't charge signatures, but like, if I know somebody's like, okay, you're going to be making money off this. So I think I'm going to make some money off of this. Yeah. You know? And it's a shame. So, it really is a shame because we, and you know, not to, even like that with anybody else but you know i don't know i think there's a lot of genuine feelings that go around uh, with us collectors and the cards mean a lot mm -hmm. to us so it's it's definitely right. and it's so cool like being able to do this and to hear your experiences with the paintings too because that makes them it's like you're getting to relive that moment of opening that pack and seeing them for the first time because you're right, finding yeah. out all these details and that's what ian and i have been doing well a little thing about well, a little thing about Silver Surf. Yes. So you mentioned him before. I'm ready. Okay. I'm excited. I am the only human being on the planet that has ever drawn and painted the Silver Surfer with ears. Oh, yes. You shared this on the group. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my God. The only, no one has painted, I don't know how it slipped through, but it slipped through. And that's, if you, if you look at the painting, you'll see ears. Wait, on the 95? No ears. Yes. No way. He has no ears, but mine. No, and I can't ears. believe you missed that. I'm an they've, idiot. they've commented that I when I when I did it on Daily Masterpiece. Oh my god, he has ears! <laughs> no way, he does have ears. He hears, he hears everything we're talking yeah. about. You That's might need a surfer, to, man. You might need to take a moment there. Norman. I'm putting that on the screen. Yeah. Excuse me, I just need a. My, I'm getting a little dizzy. Excuse That's me for a moment. Right. Yes, he has got. Ears. Oh my god, look at that. He yep, looks dope. I, he looks great. Man. I love how you put the pupils in the in the eyes there as well. Like that was, well, nipples were come. We're in 2019. It's gonna mm -hmm. happen. Yeah. So for, so for I don't. Think, yeah, I didn't put the nipples. But like, yeah, that oh, was that was a uh, that was definitely um, <laughs> a, like something I just didn't realize. It just it was a mistake on my part. But I always love the fact that you know it's there. Um, I got a buddy of mine who's a video game designer and. Um, he did, I believe it was X-Men Children of the Atom. He was the guy who did, he was the, the video game designer on the coin-op game from the 90s. Oh. And uh, his, his name is Alex Jimenez. And he is an awesome dude, super creative. I'm actually going to be hanging out with him next week. I'm doing a convention in, um, in Milwaukee. So any my Milwaukee people <laughs> in there, if you want to show up. Um, it's definitely, a, um, uh, he, he did something similar but more epic than, than, than ears on Silver Surfer. Um, he wrote at the end of the game, now you had to play through all the levels, every single character, you're pumping quarters, quarters, quarters in. This is a coin-op game. And you get to the end, and when you beat the game, it scrolls down, and this is in the 90s. You have to remember the legal ramifications. Of right. <laughs> it says uh, a big uh, thank you to Jack King Kirby. Without him none of these characters would be here you have to remember the gag order yeah. that was on that no one could mention him now when it took months but marvel finally saw it and they flipped the hell out <laughs> and they called up and he and you know it's one thing my friend alex he goes you know i took a lot of heat for that but it was totally worth it that is you know, so it, dope yeah it, it, it was really you know he's 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 like Alex is like my brother. I've known him like he was 
So he was very responsible. Like you talk about Mrs. Thompson, uh, Alex was uh, very responsible for, for just kind of like stoking the fires of, of comics and, and, you know, fantasy art and things like that. Cause he's a, he's a brilliant writer and just a good friend. So yeah, it's wow. fun. It's fun, uh, fun story. Yep. That's so uh, crazy. Cool. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so Dave, I'm I think we probably should should start wrapping up now. Um yeah. and you know, I could I could yeah, listen I to hear that, you like, t- talk all day. With, you need to get coffee yeah. in you. Um <laughs> is there anything I, I it's kind of I take a few cues from podcasts I really dig and I listen to, and one of them that I really respect um is he always asks the guys just at the end, is there anything else you kind of want to tell us about, promote or you know, share, you know, is there anything you want to pimp basically that may or may not be Marvel card related? Or? Uh, oh, well, you know, I guess, you know, it's funny because um, one little thing, like the reason why, uh, you know, like, okay, look, you, you, you guys know my other project, the monster engine. Have you ever? Yes, seen I have. It? I was going to ask you about that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So basically that, that, that it's a, it's a thing that I started in, uh, started painting in 98 and it, it came out in 2005. Um, and it's, it actually, that's where like, you know, you're talking about Dave DeVries, you know, you know, dominating Google, the other one, uh, at the time, the, the reason why, you know, it's changed, uh, it was different was because of this project way back when monster Engine. it was very viral. And, um, and, you know, so, um, we'll promote, promote that, but, um, I was going to say something else about it. Um, oh, I remember, uh, there was a reason why I was not asked to be on the set the till much later like like i think um it took a uh, i was only which was the first set the first set was one with wendigo and weapon x i did pre- previously to the the set that's out now um and you know my friend tom was working on stuff and he was just like went up to upper deck and like why is are you not you know hiring dave he's like you know he was part of you know the 90s and everything um and apparently uh, they saw the monster engine site and they weren't sure if um, like they can't, you have to propose that to Marvel. And I think you only get one shot. This is what I was told. You only get one shot. So that's the only site they could find. And they couldn't find my, my other site, which has all the, the Marvel stuff on it. And because of that, it took a while for me to get into the card oh. game because they were, they were reticent about, submitting that which is a valid thing you know because if they if they submit it to marvel and marvel goes this guy doesn't has nothing of marvel stuff on here and no superheroes you know and then you know my name would go into a, a bin of rejected names and stuff and i don't think you come back from oh, that very dead, though. wow interesting yeah yeah but no it's 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 a, it's i have no i have no issue with it i just was you know i'm glad that you know things worked out that you know tom you know showed him my site and and uh and that's when i got the first gig and it seems like i'm you know like the thing is i'm a teacher so being a high school teacher i don't have a lot of time during the year uh to do uh you know to do as much um you know i I worked i worked on the lego 2 movie doing concept art oh cool Um, nice yeah that was that was fun i did that while i was a middle school teacher which was really really i barely had that had to be hard Uh, yeah it was tough (laughs) So like, you know, so when summer hits, you know, that's when I want to really, really dig back in and, and we end on Tuesday. So I'm so psyched to get back in the game, uh, of just illustrating and sit in my studio. And, um, so, 
so I'm hoping that there's going to be more cards uh, as we, you know, we roll forward. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'll take whatever comes my way and, and um, I'm doing commissions. So if anyone is interested in any commissions, that's, um, you know, I'm, I'm up, I'm, this is my kind of free time in the summer to do a lot of stuff. So that's, that's what I'll put That's out. so that. sick. Nice awesome. One. People are going to flip out. That's going to be so cool, man. <laughs> oh, that's oh, awesome. Well, this doesn't drop for a few weeks yet, Dave. So, um, but well, um, that's okay. we, we might have to shift, uh, shift our order around slightly. We'll see how yeah, we go. I think so. So Dave, um, I'm, one of the things we do on the podcast now, it took us, took us two episodes to come up with a sign off for the podcast, but um, our sign off is um, enjoy collecting. So we'd love it if you would just um, sign off the pod this week. You have been listening to Marvel Card Collectors Podcast enjoy collecting oh, awesome superb work sir Perfect. superb work <laughs> lovely cool. thank you very much dave really appreciate this oh, my pleasure i really really enjoy talking to you guys and uh if there's anything i can do let me know and uh, i'll i'll uh, i'll uh, subscribe and I'll, I'll see you guys on the uh on the page absolutely thanks for listening to the marvel card collectors podcast you can subscribe by our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp Leave us a message via that link with questions, comments, or just to say hi, and we may even play on the show. We'll also be on iTunes and most other main podcast platforms soon. On Facebook, you can find Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide by searching MCCW, and Marvel Masterpieces Collectors by searching MMC. On Instagram, find us at MMCollectors and at SketchCardHive. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin MacLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time, and remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel, and enjoy collecting. <laughs>